Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I am your host, Sarah Troy. This week's show is all about my orchard of wisdom is compassionate and love. I don't have a fancy site. I've been using the same template for the last seven years. I haven't got any big bells and whistles or automation this and automation that. I'm just a humble podcast network, bringing new people that are making a difference in the lives of others. I'm colorful, yes. I call myself the kind of Vancouver special. And if you live in Vancouver or British Columbia, you know that they were houses with apartments downstairs and apartments upstairs, and they were like blocks. So they weren't pretty, but they're incredibly functional. And I consider myself functional. But you know, it's not about the casing. I know it's important to entice people in. And I try to do that with color and with the banners and make it easy for you to follow. But it's all about the wisdom. The wisdom, the content, the stories that have been told. The most wonderful things that I have heard from people. The inspiration the knowledge, the tools, the skills, the courage, the strength, the abilities that have been learned, and fundamentally, the love that was discovered. Self-love, love of life, love of what they do, love of humanity, that loving vibration, all of it. And this is what Self-Discovery Media brings to you. As I said, I'm not a pretty site. And I have another site that is in play right now, the self-discovery community, and that will be a little more updated. And that's the business site, of course, where the mentors are and where the books are going to be and uh, hopefully the educational platforms and a few other things that are going to come about as soon as that, you know, we get back into the swing of things. When I started this, I was on another network just doing a podcast a week. And then I decided to go out on my own and literally it was like, you know, kind of trying to do Braille when you have a loss of hearing. I had to navigate my way and um, I learned. I learned as I went. And it always surprised me the amount of wonderful people and how courteous they were and how joyful they were and how they've opened up to me. And some of the stories that I've heard where people have said to me afterwards, I've never told anybody that. And I'm very honored that they felt safe enough with me to share it on air with us and, and be vulnerable because that's the greatest gift you can give to someone. If you are secure in yourself, in your love of who you are and what you do and why you do it, then that vulnerability isn't so vulnerable. It's honesty, it's authenticity, and it's something that truly and utterly just opens other people's hearts and lets them in. 
I've been doing this now, as I said, eight years and seven years with this network. And people say, do I interview celebrities? And, and I say this, everybody I interview is a celebrity because I celebrate them. I have had a few celebrities. Um, you know, they've been on TV shows or small movies, and no big Hollywood names. And I have found them to be incredibly humble and wonderfully open and honest, and also a great deal of gratitude for their work. I mean, they're in the work, they're acting or performing whatever they're doing, and they're doing it from the heart, from the love of doing it. And the fact that they may have got into a series and been there for a while is something that really, you know, they don't look at lightly. You know, it's like I'm very grateful for that I was on that show for a few seasons or that... I've played music on American Idol for a few seasons and I've done this and I've done that because we know with artists, you know, it's, it's always the next job, you know, it's not something very few, very, very, very few performers like on soap operas, maybe they're 20 years or 30 years. Um, some series on TV may go for 10 years. Um, but it's, you know, most likely one or two or three years. So if they can get onto a season or something for that length of time, they're extremely happy and grateful. And it's the same with musicians. I love interviewing performers and musicians because they really do come from the heart. The, you know, their art is their love. You know, authors and, and artists and poets, they're in their passion. They're in their compassion. They're already in that state of love. And they are compelled to do what they do because it comes from the heart, the soul, and the spirit. Now, I, you know, had a conversation with someone yesterday and saying that doesn't like the talk of, of soul, heart, and spirit, finds it too wooey-wooey. And instead, kind of consciousness and um, I can't remember what else uh, it was referred to, but it really doesn't matter the language, does it? Because really what we're asking people to do listen to that gut that core feeling core your core everybody's got that core just kind of in the center there just underneath your heart above your gut and that core feeling when you find it and it is so you and you embrace that that is where your love and your compassion your truth your honesty your wisdom your knowledge is and when you do things from the core you're always going to do it in that loving exuberance and if your core does not feel comfortable doing it, don't do it, because then it's not your truth. It's not your truth. So it really doesn't matter about the language, because when we do these shows, people will use different language. But we're basically talking about the same thing. And it's interesting to hear it from a different dialogue. Fundamentally, it is about embracing our consciousness. It is about waking up. It is about stepping up to be a part of the change we need in the world by changing things in our own life. Because that's where it starts, folks, right here. When we do that, we have a better understanding of life. We have a better understanding of our role in it. We have a better understanding of what our gift is. And we have a better understanding of how to use it and whom to serve. But that doesn't happen unless we're willing to ignite that consciousness within us and take that journey. Now, as I said, I've interviewed people who have lost their loved ones, 
one gentleman lost his pregnant wife and two other children, so he lost four people in one car, car crash, a young 17-year-old drunk driver who crashed into them, but he was a pastor at a church, and he said, how can I go after him or hate him or, or not forgive him because that would be against everything I stand for. And obviously he had to go through the grieving process, but he forgave the young man and indeed helped him turn his life around. Boy, that takes courage. I really honestly don't know if somebody took my children from me, if I could find that kind of courage, that kind of courtesy, that kind of truth. I hope I could, but I don't know. But one thing I have learned from anybody that's been done wronged, where somebody has taken a member from them or taken their whole livelihood, whatever it's happened, abused them. Um, forgiveness is something that we always have to strive for because in that forgiveness, we set ourselves free. We set ourselves free of the pain. Now, that doesn't mean you're condoning or approving. You are forgiving to let go of the pain, to let go of that sorrow. Are you still going to be sad? Yes. But are you going to be consumed? No. And so it's been also a common theme in these shows on how to forgive, how to let go. We are designed to be in fluidity, constantly in flow. But we can't be that if we're stuck like a needle on the groove. Do you remember the old albums? And if there was a scratch, it would get stuck there and you have the same going all of the time. Well, that is kind of what happens when you get stuck on an emotion. And it can get very, very annoying for other people and also for yourself because it won't allow you to move forward, to play the next bar of music. And we really have to look at it. What is holding us back? What can't we release? Is it forgiveness of ourselves? Forgiveness of someone else? Is it um, a pain that happened at a time that if we looked at our strength and courage coming out of that pain and the decisions we made because of it, are we better off for it? Are we still dragging that pain with us? And it's hurting everything we touch. So there is that reflection of looking at what's holding you back, what's pulling you back, what's stopping you from moving forward, and how can you release it. I myself had to release many lifetimes. I had this brick wall in front of me no matter which way I turned. Trump should have called on me, right? <laughs> and I couldn't get through that brick wall. Couldn't get over it, couldn't get around it. It didn't matter how much I pushed. And I needed some past lives to be removed, to remove that wall. And then suddenly there was open space there. And I was a different person. And I had to go in that self-discovery to find out who I was. And over that next six years, I made a lot of discoveries. And I found my freedom. And I was set off on even more discoveries. And it really came into about 15 years. Oh, gosh, more. 20 years <laughs> from that time period of exploration, of me stepping into my truth, my purpose, my calling, myself as one. And why do I say as one? Because I used to be two separate people. I was my spiritual being who I completely and utterly trusted. But I had a hell of a hard time being a human being. My human side 
as, a, as an intuitive and as an empath would feel far too much of the pain and the sorrow and the, the cruelty that humans inflict on life forms, animal and people, the, the hate that runs through people's blood, the greed and the entitlement that people have and the abuse of people um, with their power uh, to maintain that power. And I would feel that. And, you know, I still can't walk flat, you know, barefoot on the ground. I, I, I still find it very thunderous because I'm a cosmic being. And my cosmic being was quite happy. It was just merging the two together. And that's what that 20-year journey was for me, was merging the two together to become that human spiritual being and locking those fingers together and being strong as one. That still doesn't mean I still have, <laughs> don't have some ah, moments with humans. I do. I just have found a way not to be consumed by it. And how did I learn that? Well, from my own journey, but I can tell you from so many stories that have been shared here on Self-Discovery Media. You see so much of yourself when you listen to these stories. Oh, gosh, that could be my story. Or you know, I feel that way. How did you get out of that? Or I didn't know that I was doing that, but now you talk about it, I realize I am. That self-reflection comes in hearing other people's stories and then listening to how, you know, their why, why they're doing what they're doing and what got them there, but how they got through it and what they're doing now and how does it work. We learn best from people who have gone through the process. They come, become our best teachers, they really do. Excuse me, I need a little coffee this morning. I am in such awe of some of the people I've interviewed and I love bringing them back again. I have Esther coming back on again soon and we did a show on her book of hiding in caves. You know, she was a prisoner in World War II, a child hiding in caves, hiding in trunks. And, um, and then that prisoner mentality kind of went with her and every decision she made through life without her realizing it until she broke free. And here she is, 82, she's dancing, she's an artist, she's been writing beautiful poetry for COVID the whole time just to lift us up. And of course, we're going to be doing another show called The Art of Isolation. Because yes, we've, a lot of us have been isolated during COVID, but it's also about the isolation that we have in our lives where we stop ourselves from interacting or participating in life. And we isolate ourselves because of either distrust or fear or pain, or we've just withdrawn from life. And so it's going to be a very interesting topic for sure. But I love doing these shows because I will come away so uplifted and so energized and in awe, in awe of people, I really will. And I can't tell you every single show is, is top-notch. You know, there are some people where they're on their journey. They haven't quite got there yet, but they're making an effort. And, and what they're, they're, they're teaching right now is for people who are in the transitional phase that haven't quite got to that kind of spiritual side yet. And they have just as much of a validation as anybody else. Our children at the present moment are teaching us, so is our animal kingdom. Boy, are they opening things up to us. If we watch children at play, 
black, white, polka dot, pink, yellow, who care? They're not playing with colour. They're playing with hearts and souls and spirits. Why can't we be more like children? I mean, they say grown-ups know better. <laughs> oh boy, we know that is not true. Just look at the state of the world. Grown-ups have made some very, very bad decisions and it's time to change that. Maybe we need to become more childlike where we do come from our honesty, where we work from our vibration, where we do not see the barriers that we as adults have put in front of us. Now, I know black lives matter, yellow lives matter, brown lives matter, white lives matter, furry lives matter, planet lives matter, and we should have equality amongst all of that. All of it should be treated with respect, treated with love, and although you may see a person of color, that is the containment they are in, as I'm in a white containment. But look to the heart, look to the soul, look to their character, look to their spirit, because that's who they really are. Their skin is their culture, maybe their heritage, but it's not the heart and soul. They may use the heart and soul differently because of that culture, but really when we get down to it, it's who are they from the inside out? Because absolutely everything in life is an inside-out job. Everything. Even taking care of ourselves on the outside, you know, makeup and cream and washing our hair and clothes and all of that. We're doing that because we want to represent how we feel on the inside. I care enough about me on the inside to try and reflect that on the outside. I want that snapshot you're going to take of me to reflect who I am on the inside. So we make an effort on the outside to maintain. But this is also a time when people who are disfigured through car accidents, through fire like Keshi, through um, any form of disability, and we don't put them in a cupboard and lock the door in shame and blame. Instead, we reach out and we help them and we're inspired by them. Because so many people with some chronic disfigurement or uh, ail physical ailments that is definitely visible, they're saying, do not judge me by what I have or what's happened to me. See me for who I am on the inside out. And they are a true inspiration. They show us whether they have arms or not, or whether they're burnt 65% of their body, whether they have... Um, uh, they're in a wheelchair or whether they're blind. The only show I haven't done is on death because that makes it a little difficult as an, as an audio platform, but one day we'll find a way around that. They have a voice. They have something to share. They have something to participate with. And we should open up to that and not just see the outside and go, well, they haven't got anything to give. They've got plenty to give. And they're doing plenty. And they are such an inspiration. And it just shows us like, well, if they can do all that with these obstacles, what's our excuse? Because we like making those excuses, don't we? Uh-huh, we do. Just going to read a little bit of the blog that I've written for this show this week. Because um, I wrote it the other day, kind of heartfelt. And, you know, basically I've just said everything here, you know, that I consider self-discovery media and all the Orchard of Wisdom shows as a humble place 
We are more than a tea room or a coffee house where you can get an honest dish of wisdom served. Sometimes it may, may, uh, might be more of that glass of wine or that double scotch type of show, but whatever it is, it comes from a place of love. In the eight years I've been hosting, seven years of my own podcast, I have learned a lot about people and myself. It's not about the bells and whistles. It's not about who has the most followers or the people who are the most famous. It's about the people who've taken their own journey in life and now in their divine wisdom wish to share the skills and tools that you will need to go through in your own process of life. I'm asked if I interview celebrities. My answer is everyone here on Self-Discovery Comedia Community is a celebrity. For we celebrate those for who they are and what they are here to share with the world. It doesn't matter if it is a beginner or just someone spreading their wings for the first time, a seasoned person who shares their knowledge because they love helping people. Storage of courage and strength and foundability is the common theme here. The only, uh, for only those who have walked the path can be of service to another, for they make the best teachers. Inspiration begets invitation. I know I am a changed woman because of these wonderful stories. I know that I am stronger, calmer, wiser, more subsequential because of what I have discovered about myself and the wonderful people who share their life's joy, their caringness, kindness, skills, compassion, and loving tools to transform one's life for the better. As I said, I do not have a fancy side the same template as when I started, but it is clear and bright, and I hope invitational. For you see, it's not about the fame, the money, or the self-importance, but the pure joy of sharing someone's awesomeness and who has embraced their life no matter how hard it was to get there. One day I will purely make it a non-profit site, but for now I have to keep the doors open and I have to charge my guests. For what I have found that the true people who respect themselves will also respect my work and not bad an eyelid about it. I still support the beginners who are stepping out into this wondrous path. Also the organizations that are supporting um, a cause themselves for they will fall under the self-discovery community fund action. I have found my calling, my meaningful purpose. This is where I am meant to be and what I am meant to do. I am proud of who I am and the path that I have taken. There was always some root problems that stop us from being all we can be. For some, it's an inner child needing to be loved. For others, a validation that they need to be counted. For some, a drive to achieve greatness and discover that greatness is when you empower others. We have to face crossroads and be willing to redirect ourselves to become the beautiful instrument that joins the life's orchestra that plays heavenly music to touch people's hearts. There is some style needed in podcasting, some etiquette to follow, and a host and a guest need to follow this etiquette. Our own authenticity is key as that is what leads the way in hosting. But also one needs authentic guests who really want to help others as their driving force. And this will always make for an uplifting and inspiring show. So this is what we stand for here at Self-Discovery Media and Community. As I said, it's like a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, put your feet up, take a listen, take a listen with friends and have a conversation afterwards. Or maybe it's that 
end of evening and you want to have a glass of wine as I said sometimes a double scotch or maybe you're listening in the bath when you're relaxing or out jogging or in the car it doesn't matter where that inspiration is just a click away why do I call it the orchard of wisdom because we all have knowledge in our heads but until we gain the soul heart and spirit's wisdom we won't know how to use that knowledge and you gain that for participating in your own life and going through the process to become that instrument that is in service of others. And this is the orchestra that I bring to you. This is the orchard ready for clicking that I bring to you. And I really do have some wise souls here, some inspirational souls, whether it is somebody really just beginning to open up that heart and soul spirit, or whether they're beginning to do it in business and integrate it with our children, our health, our mental awareness. It doesn't matter what path we're going down. Having that guidance along the way, that support, knowing that we're here for you. And of course, you can reach out to any of the people that I interview. And with the mentors page, they are sharing their mentorship with you, their gifts, their services for you. And eventually we will be subsidizing um, their uh, their services for people who are at crossroads in life, but we're not there yet. We're, we're aiming to get there. <sighs> I still got so many plans here for self-discovery media and community. I've got so much that I still want to do. And I'm hoping at some point to partner with someone who has the expertise and knows how to generate the money so that we can really get going in bringing more people to you and sharing more of those stories because I promise you, you cannot listen to these podcasts without learning something, without being inspired, without being uplifted, without needing to have a conversation about what you've just heard because they're truly awesome. They really, really are awesome. So every week on Tuesday, I bring you more shows. And um, this particular week, you probably just got me because I have actually taken some time off to be with my children. I need those hugs. I haven't had them in months. And I'll be back next week with more shows for you. And we will get back into the flow. But in the meantime, there's over 2,500 shows in the library for you to go through. So I think you're left in good hands, don't you? I've also got some wonderful guests. So when you go to past shows, you will see all, you know, past hosts, you'll see all of their shows. And um, there's a good 500 of them there from various hosts on various topics. And uh, wisdom doesn't die, folks. Knowledge doesn't die. It may transform. It may take a different direction. But when it's fundamental knowledge, it was always applicable somewhere along the line to someone. So in this beautiful library, this orchard of wisdom, this orchestra re ready, eager to play our beautiful music with all these wonderful instruments. We're here for you. Take a cruise on our podcast page, our self-discovery media slash um, dash slide uh, shows, and you will see all the genres that we have there. Check them out, just like you would in a library cruising along to find a book. Do the same to find a show. And every week, um, what's new? We'll give you all the latest shows and you could actually cruise down every single one of those or 2,500 of them as you listen to all of the shows and the blogs. Um, but that's where you'll find all the new shows, the, um, the current shows. And now maybe you've got a story you want to share with us. Maybe you, you've got a business that you want to share with us. 
Maybe you're an organization that wants to get your message out. I will be doing a lot of um, collaboration work with organizations with our podcast books coming up and other programs. So let's just get through this whole COVID thing and let's just keep the flow going. And I know where I want to go and why I want to go there. And uh, the time will present itself to flower open when it's ready. In the meantime, I just keep on bringing you wonderful people making a difference in the lives of others. And if you haven't got sick of me, you've got this show here, Sarah's View of Life. Every week I just come and share. I come and share. Sometimes I don't know what I'm going to do until I press record. Sometimes I, you know, a thought just comes to me, I write it down and then I do the show. But it's really kind of just right out. <laughs> and it's my perspective. It's my view on life. So take a deep breath, folks. Please be mindful out there. Please be considerate and caring. You may be young or you may say, well, I haven't got COVID or there isn't anything around here. But if you're amongst the masses, wear the mask. Don't forget to wash your hands or wear the gloves. We're not out of COVID yet. And there will be a second wave that always is with a pandemic. And it might be in the fall or it might be now. So let's be sensible. Use our common sense. Be courteous because God forbid that we should be carriers and give it to someone else who can't survive it. These deaths are real. But at the same time, COVID has brought us some time to review, to renew, to redirect. It's changed so much by making a step up to change it up where the Black Lives Movement and the Imitu Movement and the Climate Movement and the um, whole policing thing around the world it's all under the microscope right now. This isn't a time for, um, you know, action. I mean, activism with, with pitchforks or guns. It's the time of actionism with solutions and creativity where everybody's voice is heard because we are the solution we seek. But first we must be the solution unto ourselves so we can bring that solution to the collective. I wish you all a wonderful week. And I will see you next week right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com on Sarah's View of Life. For one very happy lady of the work that she is doing and the people that I am bringing to you, I wish you all the love and joy. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.